Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm joined once again by BA Insight's Chief Customer Officer, Sean Coleman. Welcome back, Sean. Happy to be here. This is part three of our conversation on a large pharmaceutical organization you have worked with to craft a next-gen search application. And in the first two parts of our conversation, you walked us through their decision-making process, one that led them ultimately to invest more intentionally in SharePoint versus a new provider. And you shared some background on their implementation. Now, in the beginning, you said that they selected SharePoint over Elasticsearch, but it sounds like that may not have been the whole story, that there is, after all, a role for Elasticsearch in this example uh, as they go about building this next-gen search platform. So how did Elasticsearch come back around? Absolutely. So completely right, right? They were looking at Elasticsearch and SharePoint up front together. And what we've what we've started to see, and we've seen a lot in the pharmaceutical industry, is that Elasticsearch is making its way into organizations in a lot of different places. Um, you see them, you know, doing things. You hear about log stash and log analysis, right? So they're using Elasticsearch for all this big data. The IT group may be using it for all of this big data. And what we ran into here is you realize that there are other departments inside of these organizations that are already doing things, you know, call it grassroots, call it whatever you want to do with Elasticsearch. And that's that's ultimately ran into here is uh, recognizing that from a from a general purpose search engine, um, it was looked at, but then you find out later, well, this other group actually is also using it for, you know, clinical research databases or things like that. So, so while we looked at Elasticsearch early on, uh, and, and SharePoint search fit their needs, Elasticsearch came back up in actually a couple different ways that way, recognizing that, Hey, there's actually, you know, some people in other areas of the company that are using this and doing, not doing the same thing we're doing, but doing something that kind of uh, sits and and it would would be really great if they talk together. Uh, and so that's ultimately how it came up and how we started talking to them again about okay, Elasticsearch may be a longer term uh, part of this infrastructure and, and how do we attack that and what do we do with it? Let's walk through a few examples. How does this combination of SharePoint and Elastic ultimately benefit them uh, w- w- with some more specifics? Yeah, so I think I think the core benefit that that, that this company will ultimately see is. Um, when you've got Elasticsearch that's got data in it that's being populated from from another another department, let's say the other department has you know a custom built application they're doing to solve a specific need, um, what an integration can do and what the two search engines because they in that way they have different data in them, but you can bring the the search results together. So the first example that we talk about is when we actually do what we call search federation. So we take it so that it's like, hey, there's there's this other clinical database out there that we have internally that this group is using, uh, and it's got some good information specifically if someone's searching for X, Y, and Z. Uh, so what we can do is we can we can take a user's query when they come to the site, and we can feed it to the local search SharePoint search database, or we can actually pass it off to that Elastic Index that exists out there and take those results and present them to the user in a couple different ways. We could say, oh, by the way, we also searched, you know, you know, the 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 clinical trials, you know, department database, and we found this that you may find interesting. Or we could completely separate it from the end user and intertwine those results right on the front end for them, so they don't actually recognize that what you've done is done a local database search and a remote database search, the Elastic one, and brought them together. So you can either present it to the users as a, oh, by the way, we searched somewhere else, or just complete it, com- uh, leave it transparent to them uh, and bring the results together. So that's kind of the first concrete example of what we've done. The second 
And this one's a little bit more interesting is realizing that there is, there is a potential that, that, you know, kind of sharing the data that exists between them uh, makes sense. And that what we find is that people that have built an Elasticsearch backend um, built it to purpose to whatever data it's going to consume. Uh, and it's often expensive to have it go and consume other bits of data. So, it would, you know, they built it to talk to, let's say, a document and backend, or they built it and they're talking to file shares, or they're, somehow they're getting their data in there through Logstash or something like that. But then someone decides that, hey, we've got all this content in Viva Vault, and that department would like to have it in their Elastic Index. Uh, we can actually greatly lower the time and effort for that with the connector that we've built in SharePoint because our connector can speak to a SharePoint backend or it can speak to Elastic backend. So when you look at you know data that you want to make available in Elastic, you've you've decided you know most companies are going to have a core search engine and then some other general purpose search engines that Elastic fitting the purpose of that department. If you want to enrich them with other data, you've got a platform. This company already has a platform now that we've helped them build that can take that, you know, pretty easily get it over there and do a lot of the security trimming and the things that we do on it to make that, that easy. So we've, that's kind of the two core ways uh, that we've seen it come back up for this organization. That sounds like a really smart solution because I can imagine when you approach one of the departments that happens to have invested heavily in a, in a fully custom elastic search and you tell them what your plan is that the response goes something like, wait, 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 you want to do what? Uh, <laughs> yep. So, you know, I, there there are there are two kind of implicit uh, uh, conditions there. One is that you know there's a technical challenge, and two there's a cultural challenge. What are what are some of the unique challenges that they faced by going down this road? I think the cultural challenge one is the is the most interesting because when when they first started talking about it, you know, if you go way back to the beginning when they were evaluating Elasticsearch and SharePoint, you know, we kind of knew a little bit about what this other group was doing with Elasticsearch. Uh, and, and, and as soon as you start having conversations about what they're doing, you realize that they're very, you know, everyone's very proud of what they're doing and they should be. It's great. And, and they're, and they're, there's, you know, there's a bit of a, I don't want to call it a Mac PC kind of battle, but it's a little right. Well, we have Elasticsearch. Why would we look at anything else? And somebody's going, well, we've got SharePoint search and it does everything we want. Uh, and, 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 and a lot of times that's it's not counterproductive, but it's good to find out what people feel uh, are it, their environments giving them they don't feel in other places. And when you're able to then go and say, well, you know, in no way is this uh, is this effort trying to say that you need to change yours, and in no way is yours going to then change ours. Uh, but what we're going to do is make you know get kind of the best of both worlds environment. Uh, then then they kind of start you know they switch and they go, wow, okay. Now it's more of how do we make these tools work together and how can I benefit from the data you have and how can you benefit from the data I have and we kind of both get to take our technology platform and use it the way we want. And that was those very uh, kind of interesting and fun conversations we had with them to to kind of get to that point. Well, that's uh, you know I, every everybody who uh, sort of has works in this business has the babblefish dream and it sounds like this is your hitchhiker's result, right? That you've you've actually created something that they don't need to worry so much about changing their behavior. They 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 are translated to the rest of the organization uh, fluidly. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a great example. Yeah, I mean, and that's and that's certainly I think what they feel like they gain the most is is really that flexibility and the ability to deliver to the end user needs, right? And what they also know from a future proof standpoint, right? So so you you don't know you can't predict three or four or five years down the line. The Elasticsearch Index could 
innovate an amazing new feature. The same way a SharePoint could, right? SharePoint search could innovate these features that you're like, wow, I can't, I can't live without that. I, I need that. Well, now you've got the flexibility to either side, you know, make a seamless migration to the other technology, right? Since we have the ability to, to, to talk to data in both indexes and put data in both indexes, uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, did I make the right decision for the next five to 10 years on the search index I chose? It's not really about that. It's the right decision for now. And you've got the flexibility to move later. Uh, if something comes out, if there's a game changer uh, that someone brings to the table, you can just go, okay, I'm just going to shift over to that one. And we'll start using that because that's uh, of the, of great enough value to me to do that. And so I think that they, they, they got a lot of peace of mind uh, in, in their decision when they realized that, I don't have to look at this as a, did I make the right technology decision for the next decade? It's more of, I'm making the right technology decision for now, and I've got flexibility uh, when, you know, if that were to change in the next couple of years. So where are they in the overall implementation process? Have you have you seen, have you, has it been long enough that you get, actually have some results some, from the people who are using this this system and and uh, get a sense for how well they're taking to it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's basically, you know, here we are in, in almost in December. Um, we are you know, in kind of a full user testing mode with them right now. So we've had business representation throughout. So the business users have seen, put their hands on it, play with it, certain groups, you know, lots of uh, demos to that. I mean, every, every time we've shown it, we've gotten, you know, kind of tremendous feedback from the users. We're actually getting ready to go to a, a larger user population here around the middle of December. Uh, so we've gotten really great feedback so far, that that next group of users comes on the next couple of weeks and we're expecting kind of good stuff. And then, you know, full on global launch and, and Q1 of next year um, is, is where they're at. But so far, you know, and, and, and not only with this group, we've worked with other groups in, in pharmaceuticals that do Elasticsearch and SharePoint and have, you know, gotten, you know, really great feedback from from users on that side who are live and in production. And so uh, the, the journey is almost over. But so already we're seeing kind of, you know, it's 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 funny. The more you show it to people, the more the the current users hear that there's something coming, and the more that you know they reach out and you start hearing you know information about that. You know, they they've one of the anecdotes that they've shared with us is that they've got a support group that supports their existing search infrastructure, uh, and they used to get questions of why can't I find this, uh, and without very much communication, they're now getting questions on. Will the new system do this better? <laughs> right. Uh, so we've not told you oh, yeah. much about the new system, but other people have, and there's word of mouth out there. So we think the people are excited about it. They're kind of clamoring to get their hands on it. Well, so it it seems almost uh, inappropriate to ask this question given how close you are to a full launch. But what comes next on the horizon? Like after you get this uh, this you know version launched, what what are the next sort of opportunities that are sitting out there on the horizon that you'd love to see an implementation like this? Uh, allow people to take advantage of. Yeah, I think that that what we're really starting to see is the next range, and, and what we're talking with this customer about is uh, is is more of a, a you know natural language processing, you know more intelligence into personalized relevancy. So so things where you know uh, everyone's used to keyword search, but getting to more where it's it, it, you know English structured search and being able to to ask the search engine like you know full text you know questions things like that, and then also being able to to crank up what we call the semantic layer processing, which is when you're analyzing a document and identifying things, you know, correlations in that, being able to go into almost uh, the structure of the sentence and the structure of, uh, you know, 
the words that are being said in relation to others, right? So in pharmaceuticals, a great example of things like, um, you know, this drug and this drug, right? I mentioned them together, right? But I mentioned them together in a, you know, this drug uh, you know, creates an adverse event with, you know, with this other one, or these in combination help? Is, is this a, a positive relationship? Is this a negative relationship? And being able to pull those kind of correlations out, you know, which is more that kind of in-depth, uh, you know, processing of the language in the document. Uh, that's, I think, the next level. And I think the exciting stuff that we'll be uh, both doing with them and with other customers, you know, you know, rest of this year and next year. Fantastic. Well, this has been a, a great story, and uh, we sure appreciate you coming and, and sharing it over the last uh, three episodes here. Where should people go to learn more about uh, BA Insights' role in search in the life sciences industry? So our, our website has a, a ton of information. We've got a life sciences uh, kind of dedicated page, which I think will have the links to this and lots of information in there. We're constantly doing uh, new blogs and new webinars. So just, uh, you know, peruse that page, sign up for our, uh, uh, our, our updates and, uh, and, you know, lots of good stuff out there to learn. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Sean Coleman, BA Insights Chief Customer Officer. Thank you so much for your time today. On behalf of Sean, I'm Pete Wright. Thank you all for downloading the show, and we'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight.